0: Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. And Matt, this is an incredible episode we're going into right now. Mm -hmm. We're sitting here in our little LA studio. It's so much warmer. It is much warmer. Uh, I think what? Well, we have sweatshirts on. Yeah. So it's not like the warmest of the warm. Yeah. But it's not Pittsburgh cold. Oh, it's funny you should mention Pittsburgh because this (laughs) is our Pittsburgh special episode. It is. We covered all of Pittsburgh.
1: Mm -hmm. We did. We had some uh, Pittsburgh bartenders come through and kind of give us a little bit of a lowdown on like the scene in Pittsburgh, how it's growing, what's happening. And yeah, some really interesting stuff.
0: Not only did we get to hear about the scene, we experienced the scene. One we, would say we bartended in Pittsburgh. We did twice,
1: and we drank and in we Pittsburgh, drank. usually together. And we
0: were yeah, we were served <laughs> drinks in Pittsburgh, and we served drinks to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I think we got a really great hands-on experience as bartenders in that world of Pittsburgh.
1: Mm-hmm. I would I would definitely agree. Uh, I I've been saying this since we got back. Uh, the level of just sheer love and hospitality we experienced is incredible.
0: Uh huh. Incredible.
1: I, I, agree. I, I like still can't really get over how cool everyone was that we met.
0: We would explain kind of who we were briefly and what we were doing there, and everyone was like, "What? What do you? Th- this is crazy. Awesome!" Mm-hmm. And like, and everyone you know supported us, got drinks. We did a special. Med- so oh, let's start from the beginning. We worked together with Jimmy Jakubic, Mm-hmm and Brown Foreman, Greta Harper, Mm -hmm. uh, to get us out there,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or we featured Brown Foreman. Um, We got to Barton at a bar called The Warren.
0: Oh, yeah, it it was a really great corner, neighborhood bar. Everyone coming in had a huge amount of love for the bar and showed us a ton of love. Mm -hmm. We did a special cocktail menu that was all Los (laughs) Angeles-related.
1: I think it went over really well. (laughs)
0: Yeah, people enjoyed it. I don't know
1: how many people knew what they were coming into, but uh, it was... I think it worked really, really well.
0: Let's just say we had one drink called, called San the Fernando. San Fernando yeah. Porn, Porn Star. Star. Yeah, and it was a naked drink, no garnish, but it was served on a coaster of schmutt.
1: <laughs> it was incredible.
0: I don't know why I said it like that. Schmutt. schmutt. Uh, schmutty. It was a schmutty drink,
1: <laughs> but clear. It was
0: cute though. Yeah,
1: it was. It was a hit. I think. And,
0: uh, and then, uh,
1: and then we had one with my face on it.
0: Yep, we had a matte cocktail. What was that called?
1: Oh, that was the. Oh my E-meter God. E meter to fame. meter to fame.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was served with Matt's face. <laughs> and then we had the Talent Scout, which was garnished with a, a gold star and a mm-hmm. palm tree. Mm hmm. Uh, a little glitter action. Yep. The glitter. And what else was there? Oh, man.
1: There was another kind of uh, more. It was a chartreuse strength that our um, p- producer Allison created uh, that was very delicious. Oh, that was good. Trying to remember what the garnish was for that. We went pretty hard. Oh, it was on, kale. Yeah, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a twist and kale. I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh oh we're, God, we're we went, idiots. <laughs> yeah,
1: we went a little hard on that one. <laughs> oh,
0: it was so fun though. People loved it. And, yeah. Um, that we flew in, you know, flew in late. We flew in at mm-hmm.
1: got there at like 11, 10-ish, their Yeah, and then
0: we, and then we went straight to the Warren. They got us dinner because mm-hmm. they were amazing. And then we went over to the Miracle Bar, which is the other bar we bartended at. Mm-hmm. And then um, there, if you go on our Instagram, you'll kind of see what oh, that yeah. meant. It's, uh, it that was, was that the first night. That was, was our introduction. It was ruckus, man. It was ruckus. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we knew how much ruckus we were going to be getting into, but we were we were working hard and playing hard. And by hard, I mean like real hard. Yeah.
1: We played <laughs> very hard second to last night or oh like basically God. the last night. Yeah, it, it was wild.
0: I don't know. I guess I I say we might be the biggest party podcast there might be out there. Oh God, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> We're still yeah we the reco- not the best recovery podcast. I'll put no. it that
0: way. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. So we bartended at the Warren, then did the live show the next day, which was awesome. I'm sure you listen to that podcast. Anyone who's listening, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't, check it out. Yeah, it's a holiday spectacular. Hmm. And that night we all decided to go out
1: yeah it yeah. was uh it was a night
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> my it God. only
1: escalated let's
0: let's do five uh adjectives to describe that night got it you start with one twerking <laughs> is that a, that's a verb
1: oh okay well, we can do
0: verbs and adjectives
1: cool Twerking. Yeah.
0: okay uh well we let's let's do a sentence for each twerking pulled muscle yeah. yeah.
1: Specifically, one person.
0: Yep. A <laughs> uh, little person named Mixress. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> Incredible dive bar.
0: Yep. Uh, whoa, ping pong.
1: Yeah, I was about to say. ping. That pong. goes to
0: one thing. Dive bar, ping pong.
1: Dive bar, ping pong.
0: Let's struggle um, there for a second. Uh, beautiful skyline. Yes. Too drunk to remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is that? That's three. Yeah. Uh, then... Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Spanish. Sherry
1: Dan Alexo, share Dan Alexo vermouth fiasco, Dan
0: Alexo vermouth Spanish dinner fiasco. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then the final is
1: oh god, I mentioned cr- the twerking cr- too early, cr- no
0: crying, oh, crying and yelling. I
1: forgot about that, <laughs> and,
0: and sad Matt on account. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I, f- I believe it was uh, is it <laughs> oh my god, it was um, four grilled cheeses, four <laughs> tomato soups, and uh, and a chip dip <laughs> <laughs> yeah room service had a fun time with us
0: oh that was, was sad on the couch just like
1: a, I didn't think i'm gonna go outside but not really because it's cold so i'm gonna stay inside
0: <laughs> and, then, and then adele and i hiding behind the curtain <laughs> yeah a little powwow situation no, no one could hear us not a soundproof curtain yeah <laughs> fast forward next morning i'm dead dead we're all move, pretty so much so bad in such a bad shape and then pedialyte saves all if mm-hmm. you ever feel shitty, PDLA, do it and eat some sushi. Then go to the Warhol Museum and then work another, what? <laughs> then
1: work four, a stupid long shift. 14-hour uh, shift at, at Miracle an, Bar. Oh, that was fun, though.
0: That was so good. It ended in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, it literally ended at Miracle Bar, which is a holiday pop-up bar that...
1: It's is a charity event, and and it's the one that Spencer put on was a true pop-up. Yeah, Uh, the
0: charities that we worked and donated towards was 412 Food Rescue and Tree of Life. mm -hmm. So, yeah, good job, guys out there. You guys all are amazing. You totally are schooling it with the charity events Mm -hmm. and raising money. Hashtag
1: don't support the knockoffs.
0: Yeah, and yeah, go out there and support your your charity Mm -hmm. uh, Miracle Bars. Because they're killing it. They're yeah. doing such and a good job. Spencer, they're really good drinks. Jimmy, you guys are killing it. Yeah. Great drinks. And oh, and if you don't even like the drinks, you still got to go because oh, the, the experience fun is second to none. Is the best. Let's just say five.
1: Cups. <laughs> Another list. Are we yeah, a clickbait, five lists. clickbait podcast? Uh, yes, now?
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Shaking Cocktails on Shoulders. Yep. Conga Line for Shake, Shake, Shake sh- Sonora. hmm. Uh,.
1: I don't want to mention. I I jumped the gun early, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of us to do the last one of.
0: Uh, oh 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 oh. uh let's see.
1: Koalas, koala, koala bears, koala bears, koala bears on martini co- glasses. Yeah,
0: koala bears on martinis. And other things. Non-stop dancing and singing.
1: Yeah, it was a it was like a karaoke situation for sure.
0: It's behind the bar and on the other side of the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably finally the most epic of them all. Like to say my spirit animal and his. Song, song
1: <laughs> with a side accoutrement of accoutrement <laughs> accompaniment of powdered sugar was a powdered sugar oh my
0: god that's what so i was waiting on sugar. yeah
1: he that was his thing it was uh mariah carey all Want for christmas is you and he's just dancing pouring <laughs> powdered sugar in all of us
0: there was so, so much powdered sugar oh my god it was beautiful i didn't get powdered sugar i, I would run because i'm like i know i'm gonna be on the oh and because i'm gonna be on the plane because afterwards we closed the bar down Two o'clock, cleaned up till Cleaned about,
1: the shit out of that bar. Yeah, cleaned
0: yeah. it. And then uh, left to the airport at 4 a.m., got on the plane, drunk as shit, and didn't get kicked off. That was good. Made yeah. friends with one of the uh, stewards.
1: Stewardess? Stewardy? What
0: do you know? It's a know flight the... attendant. Yes. Made friends with one of the flight attendants. Mike, shout out. Yeah. You ever listen? <laughs> it's
1: a bitter man. <laughs> I
0: don't know. In my mind, it was friends. In his mind, I think he was keeping an eye on me. I don't yeah. know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was a. He had a good sense of humor.
0: Yeah, he was funny. And then, uh, then it was an instant pass out, pass out situation. Yeah.
1: Then the, one of the longest rush hour through Los Angeles Uber rides in the world.
0: Oh death, we felt yeah. like death.
1: That was the right way to put it. Oh. oh boy. Oh boy. But we got, we did it. We got there. We went, we got through it all. And God, that was, it was fun. It was amazing. <laughs> it, it, was. We, a blast. we like
0: laughed. We cried. We yelled. We what tried else? to sleep. We, yeah. Yeah. We drank sang, We sure. drank. We danced. We. I mean, every emotion possible, we, we went yeah, through. You're Alcohol, not wrong. Alcohol's a doozy, gotta say, it's a doozy. Yeah.
1: But man, yeah. did it bring a lot of people together. And, and and true to form, in a sense, like New Orleans, a lot of the people we met the first day rolled with us the whole time. Yeah. Like, they showed up on our last night, and we we really did close out Miracle with friends. Yeah. And it was, it was it amazing. It was so fun. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. It was so
0: fun. I'd do it again.
1: I would, definitely.
0: So getting into this now is we have the, the interviews that, that we did in Pittsburgh. So sit down, relax.
1: Get yourself something to sip on. Let's a go few on things the, maybe.
0: All the things. Yeah.
1: Get some <laughs> eggnog. A so little good. Woodford action.
0: You know, Brown Foreman stuff. Get yourself a bottle of Woodford. Get yourself a bottle of Jack Rye. Get yourself a bottle of Corbel to make some freaking jello shots. Man. Yeah, let's do it. They're bomb. and Give them out to your friends. Let's give jello shots to your friends. Mm-hmm. Don't be a Scrooge. Yeah. Jello shot your friends.
1: <laughs> it's the fun thing to do.
0: <laughs> okay. But. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so, like, yeah, grab yourself something to sip on. Let's go on a journey together.
1: Yeah. And enjoy these awesome uh, interviews.
0: Yeah. Uh, coming up, we got Sean Enright, David Keating. Uh, we have Alex Dando, AKA Dan
1: Alexo, and Courtney Buchanan.
0: Awesome. All right. Boom, boom, boom let's get into this first interview. In this interview, we have two amazing gentlemen. They're gentlemen, I'm telling you. They're classy. Yep. So we got Sean Enright, founder of the Pittsburgh chapter of the USBG, PGH, as well as the author of this amazing book, Pittsburgh Drinks. Pick up a copy.
1: Nice. And then second, we have uh, David Keating, and he is the owner of Bridges & Bourbon.
0: All right, let's do it. Yeah. Mat man. This Mat Man. Yeah. Mat Man. They called in high school. Na, 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 na. Holy Matman, Man. We've been doing some crazy stuff here in Pittsburgh. That we have. Uh we've been going at a hundred hundred mm-hmm. percent fast paced, I'd say one hundred and fifty miles per hour. Mm-hmm and we have two incredible guests here in the bar industry of pittsburgh and i think we need to just like get right into these introductions go for it uh thanks matt (laughs) and uh so sitting to my right in the real land of that of what's happening right now visually right but in audio bully who the podcast listeners you just decide where he's sitting it's up to you he might be sitting to my left to my right maybe right in front of me but Right now in the present, he is directly to my right. <laughs> uh, so, with introductions, I do the best in the world. We have the founder of the Pittsburgh chapter of the USBGPGH, Sean. And right. Hello. Hello, Sean. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for taking some time and sitting in our amazing studio hotel
2: room. Thanks for having me.
0: And then to my right <laughs> of, <laughs> I I just that a line. is a step over, or, and then to my left, which is equal in distance.
1: That's across one, one would say.
0: Across from me directly, we have another amazing guest. We have David Keating.
1: We got there. I said it
0: right! <laughs> Dude, it was on point. Yes or no? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Like, those are always my, like, the most questionable times of this podcast. Yeah. We... Is introductions and facts. Both of them, we do really shaky. <laughs> <laughs> but it really doesn't matter because what we really love to do is storytelling. Talk about bartenders and bar professionals, anyone who's a part of our industry. And hospitality as well, yeah. and And, and what they do and how they contribute. And I think you guys are really awesome guests to be able to contribute to this Pittsburgh episode. Um, So let's get right into this whole situation.
1: And, And for information, David Keating is the owner of Bridges and Bourbon and beverage director actually as well man all the jobs
0: uh jack of all trades they may say yeah okay so getting right into this thing sean usbg you founded this thing that is an
2: undertaking yeah it was uh you know we we started this back in uh, i think 2000 2002 2003 we uh we had a really small community at that time of people uh who were interested in cocktailing there weren't a lot of cocktail bars there was one bar in the city called Embry, which was uh, the only craft cocktail bar and uh So, you know, there's very limited people who were doing that kind of uh, style of cocktailing. We all got together, wanted to do a group, uh, just share ideas and uh, technique and training, and uh, that was the Pittsburgh Craft Cocktail Guild. And then we uh, decided, you know, we wanted to reach out, expand a little more, get more national education and uh, meet meet some people from different regions. And so uh, myself, Spencer Warren, Maggie Meskey and Summer Volker all joined together and uh, founded the Pittsburgh chapter of the USBG, which got us, uh, obviously, some uh, national attention uh, through the conferences and uh, traveling around the country. Nice. So it's going well. It's going great. Yeah, we, uh, we have the second largest membership in Northeast, preceded by New York City, which there's really no way we're ever going to catch up to yeah. New York they're, City they're, they're uh, membership. A but, it's yeah. like a,
0: a volume situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but
2: that's pretty impressive that Pittsburgh, uh, that there's that many people in Pittsburgh. Uh, we are a very small city compared to the other uh, cities in that uh, region. And uh, so I think it's pretty impressive that we have such a large membership.
0: So, yeah, from the short time that we've been here, we have noticed a incredible Community of not only just bartenders but the Pittsburgh community who have really welcomed us very warmly and very graciously and have been really excited, really stoked, as we say, to uh, to like <laughs> uh, be a part of Pittsburgh. Do you think this really has a maybe a direct effect of like how to keep the USBGPGH like connected in that way? Is it is it the Pittsburgh way, and why do you think it is like that?
2: Um, i it's such a small city you know you really uh you can't have competition with each other not only the bartenders the chefs in the city what they do so many events and you'd be just amazed it'd be like you know 50 chefs all in one room cooking together big smiles and just having a blast uh, for benefit events and things like that you know bartenders do the same thing it is such a small city and it's so tight-knit as I said uh, earlier in our conversations um we you we came in late to the game for the cocktail movement. So we really depended on each other, uh, bartenders to share information, educate, um, the certainly USBG and their educational programs helped. But you know, the, the big thing was like just sharing information and you could ask any bartender in the city, uh, Hey, what's in this drink? And they'll write it down for you and give it to you. There's no, there's no proprietary recipes or anything. Everybody's really open to share and, uh, and uh, we have a lot of opportunities for people to guest bartender for a night at your bar, see how you do things. You know, we're really open about about right. just sharing all the knowledge that we have.
0: Is like R and D together. Your success is our success. Like my yeah, success is your absolutely. success.
2: Absolutely. When this when the city is this small, like you know, if uh, in my opinion, you go to one bar that says it's a cocktail bar and you get bad cocktails as a guest. You you might reconsider getting a cocktail somewhere else, and that that hurts us in the long run. So, you know, the, the more information everybody has, the better they can produce great drinks, uh, the more likely the customer base is going to go out seeking good cocktails and, uh, and you know, hopefully, uh, they'll get one everywhere they go.
0: So far, so good for us. Yeah. I was about to say it's been our experience <laughs> so far. Uh, we haven't had a hard time getting really good cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah. Even in this uh, hotel that we're staying at, they they're, this is They're one of the best work. programs in the city. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They're yeah. doing Monaco, work. The Commoner downstairs.
1: Yeah.
0: We're staying at the Kimton Hotel. Hotel Monaco. Mm-hmm. The Commodore downstairs is the, one of the top bars. We we went down there earlier yes, yesterday? Yeah, before in our live show. For yeah, and then we had a, a duck, fat washed cocktail. Called turducken. <laughs> oh, I have such a good memory. Um, yeah, it was a wild turkey. <laughs> I
3: think. Uh, yeah, turkey,
0: I, turkey ter- wild turkey, fat yeah.
3: wash. Yeah. One of the things about the pro- the different cocktail programs here in Pittsburgh, I've come to realize, as I said earlier, kind of being a repatriate, is that uh, a lot of the best programs are coming out of restaurants. Although there are great cocktail bars, there's Summit, there's Warren, there's places like that, there's Butcher and Rye and Meat and Potatoes and the Commoner, and these like places that are typically restaurants are more cocktail focused than. Most restaurants are that I've experienced in my past.
0: And David, so we were talking a little earlier off mic and we just met. So this is really fun because we're just meeting all you guys. And it is kind of a weird, awkward situation sometimes. Like, oh, hi, you're who? And we're Shauna and this is Matt. And we're going to talk on microphone about all these things. So it is all kind of weird and everything. But the brief moment we, you know, we did meet earlier, you said, I am working on, would you say eight? Four eight pro- how many projects?
3: Four restaurants opening between now and September. Sure.
0: Four Jesus. restaurants between now and September, and then you also own and operate Bridges and Bourbon. Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be a lot, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Feel free to. But I'll tell you before this, I was I was working on my PhD uh, at University of Georgia and teaching undergrad, and it was like it's comparable to like a, the life of a <laughs> PhD student. I I right. don't sleep much, but it's, it's very interesting. It's a grind.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a grind. So is there anything we should be looking forward to? Is, is there cats out of the bag at this point? Or,
3: uh, Well, Bridges & Bourbon, we're doing modernist cocktails and small plates. So similar to in, in L.A., the Bazaar um, Aviary uh, in Chicago, New York, and a uh, small bar in Miami. Uh, we have a very uh, talented chef, David Racicott. He's was the youngest chef to ever get uh, four diamonds and five stars or vice versa with mm-hmm. Guyot and uh, AAA. Um, he, so we'll, uh, hopefully offer a product that's comparable. We'll never have Grant Atkins and, uh, but we're going to do our best. And we think, um, we really look forward to introducing it to the market here.
0: That's awesome. That's the coolest thing I think about this industry that we're in is it's creative, it's artistic. And so there's not really any limits and there's a lot, I mean, there's always new products. There's always new things to play with. Our medium is booze and our canvas is a glass and we have all the tools to put get those beautiful things into that glass and so i think that with all of these great people especially in pittsburgh everyone we've met these creative minds this is the ever-changing progress that we always are making and so like and i think with communicating with talking and sharing these stories and sharing everything that everyone's doing we can continue to create beautiful uh, pieces into these glasses that people can enjoy um, do you think that the bartenders and industry professionals of Pittsburgh are influenced by anything directly from Pittsburgh when it's coming into their medium of making drinks? Pause. Yeah, <laughs> this might be a little esoteric. I know yeah. I went really weird there, but
2: yeah. well, let me. I I think Pittsburgh Pittsburgh's bar scene is really unique. I think a lot of the bartenders who you guys have met over the last couple of days, they are very creative. There isn't a lot of outside influence, and so most of the influence they get is is very pittsburgh centric where you know the closest city is cleveland two hours away and new york is six hours the other direction it it, our music scene is very similar in that there we don't get a lot of touring acts coming through not like other cities Um, so the musicians and the bands in pittsburgh they tend to have their own very unique sound because they don't have daily influx of touring acts. And I think the Pittsburgh bartender is very similar to that too. They have their own, they, they have their own creativity that, uh, you know, we get some influence from books and uh, maybe other mediums like TV or uh, podcasts, but uh, there isn't a lot of, there, there isn't a lot of outside influence from major markets like Chicago or uh, New York. We started out trying to do this thing without a lot of influence, and it's sort of, it's become the Pittsburgh way to try to just recreate a scene based on what we know and what we learn from each other.
1: Yeah. In the same sense, forward, like move forward. I mean, because thinking about it, like you said earlier, the the size of the city, and it's, these bars are just beautiful, and the drinks are amazing, and it's, you know, for such a small city and the community that's around it.
2: Yeah. yeah. It does make, it makes the bartenders hungrier, so like we do, like... I don't think there's any bartenders in the country that are as well read on cocktail books as there are Pittsburgh bartenders. Like, that's the influence we can get is from books, pretty much. And so, you know, you ask any bartender, what book do you read this week? And they'll name two or three cocktail books that just came out. I just got the, uh, speaking of aviary, the aviary book that came out, which is absolutely stunning and immediately i'm like all right i gotta try to implement some of these you know i can't do i can't do what the uh, aviary does um, <laughs> i've got I've got, a, I've got a work copy
3: and a home copy there <laughs> <go>. <laughs> at 100 bucks a pop that's yeah a, that's, there you it's, go Dedication. it's an expensive book
2: yeah, yeah. There's you'll, a blueberry you'll know
0: that back, like the back of your hand pretty soon
2: <laughs> there's a blueberry chartreuse recipe which my uh, staff is working on right now that i'm going to try to implement into something somewhere uh because i love chartreuse and i love blueberries so i'm going nice. to
1: Speaking of, of it. books,
2: what if you happen to have written one? I would.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah, we wrote. What a segue! <laughs> that was great.
2: Yeah. I, I wrote a book called uh, "Pittsburgh Drinks." It's basically the history of Pittsburgh cocktail scene going back to the 1800s. Uh, the word speakeasy was originated in locally in uh, Pittsburgh. Kate Hester had a. There was a taxation sy- system that happened here, and uh, so in. A lot of uh, bars decided to stop getting licenses and just do run speakeasies. And and the word originally came from Kate Hester. She was an old Irish woman, and uh, she would tell all the customers to speak easy boy," so the the coppers don't bang down the door. Right. Huh. Um, nice. And then the second half of the book is all cocktail recipes from all of Pittsburgh's top bartenders. There's probably like sixty different recipes from anybody you guys have met as i said have uh, have a recipe in there and many more and uh and it's a great book and you if uh you go through the recipes you can really get an idea of how different everybody's take on a cocktail is um and the different ingredients we use and uh we, we also have a, a great distillers in this city uh maggie's farm rum wiggle mm-hmm. whiskey uh boyd and blair Bly uh, making Bly. Bly now the highest yeah. rated white rum Yeah. Oh, wow. And more coming out every week. We got a, a, there's some Lawrenceville Distilling is doing an absinthe in the next couple of months. Uh, So that's been, that's been really cool. We also have a huge uh, collection of brewers in the city that are making uh, craft brews. And that was something that we didn't have until the last five years. Mm -hmm. Now there's 30 in the city limits. Yeah. Jesus. And there used to be one.
0: (laughs) What was the one?
2: Uh, it was a uh, Pennsylvania brewery or there's there was probably Penn Brewery and uh, Iron City was a big one. That was like the uh, and, and that was a major brewery that Pilsner Bud Bud Light kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So I guess my lack of knowledge about Pittsburgh, a lot of my understanding of is the steel workers. Right. And like the still is a working steel city. Right.
3: A little bit. There's no more privately owned steel mills. Um, now, Pittsburgh's actually the largest uh, market in the country for tech. It's bigger than Silicon Valley of this, of this year.
0: You're kidding me. But
3: it's always like for the past 20 years, it's historically been banking and medical. It's got the largest medical system, which is UPMC.
0: Well, if that's the case, let me yeah. give you a forewarning. I used to work over at Google, and uh, the, seeing the drastic change of commuting out there, there in that area, that might be changing for you guys soon. If yeah. tech's getting big out well, here,
3: they're they're, <laughs> they're here. Uh, Facebook just took another hundred thousand square feet. Uber's here, you know. There. Oh, damn! Yeah. And Uber's got its own power plant. Whoa.
0: <laughs> So have, do you guys have the buses coming through? Like, We like had all, we the were the first buses? place
3: to have the Uber self-driving cars.
1: I was about to say. Yeah. Are yeah. they doing
0: any- it still?
3: Yeah. They're grounded right now. Are they? Sens- the other Sens- day. Sens- <laughs> You've seen the Argo. Okay. Um, Argo is the company somebody? that they all, in Dallas. That's right. Argo is the company that does the tech for all those. But they're, that's oh, what crazy. you're seeing. They, yeah. they look just the same.
0: So what you're saying is when we go out tonight, we can call a, dri- a driverless car?
3: <laughs> Not right now. Oh. You could have six months ago. Oh yeah, my gosh. Crazy.
0: Did you write in one?
3: I never got
1: in one. I haven't. I don't, I don't know if I would get in I, one. Yeah, I would.
0: <laughs> I'd do it. i do it. I'll I'll be a guinea pig anytime. Okay. If there's one thing that you could tell listeners, because we do have a lot of bar industry listeners, I'd say it's the majority, but that's not all we have because a lot of people are interested in what we do. <laughs> Believe it or not, people like bartenders. And uh if there's something you like tell maybe somebody who is not a bartender, something about Pittsburgh. Or some information maybe you'd like to pass along. What what would what would that be um, for both of you?
3: Pittsburgh cocktail scene or <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> bar, yeah bar. Well, related. I mean, this
3: guy I always use uh, his book as references when I'm talking to people about things. But I say it, it, Pittsburgh was one of the like influencers of cocktail programs before the Great Depression in the you know uh, early part of last century, and uh, I think. The way it's moving Uh, people are innovating again here and we're really looking forward to kind of taking a forefront in the cocktail scene and throughout the country again um maybe another couple more years until we're pushing the limits but i think it's we're very proud of what has taken place so far and we look forward to continuing that pace
2: cool yeah i i I think the talent in pittsburgh is second to none and uh, like i said i've been all over the country and I go to the cities and you, you know, I don't know if it's because of that comp competitive, uh, atmosphere that, uh, other restaurants and other bars and other cities do, but, um, in Pittsburgh, you know, you go into a bar and it can be pretty much any bar. It can be Tina's. It can be station. It could be my bar spork. And you ask for a Sazerac and you get one of the best made Sazeracs outside of new Orleans. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of us learned foundationally how to make cocktails and grew from there where I think in a lot of other programs in other cities it was like okay learn how to make the cocktails for this bar and and I think uh that's one thing like I think we we started out to go back to the old books and we were reading David Embry's book and uh you know David Wondrich's book was a huge influence on a lot of Pittsburgh bartenders but we really started out at the ground level and built ourselves up from that rather than Starting out at some fancy cocktail bar and not really understanding the basic foundations of cocktails and how to how to build them and create them,
0: which I think is such a unique and awesome way to start bartending, creating that mindset of it. And I think it maybe has to do with era of beginnings, too. And creating was like a really big focus like let's make some new flavors let's make some new yeah. things and like well, how can we tweak and change and you know and i think that was all across the board the board for all restaurant with chefs like farm to table like trickling down to bar and being like you're using fresh stuff i want to use yeah, fresh stuff you know absolutely and then once you nailed that side of it down you're like wait what's the what's the beginnings of this how do how did this start why am i doing these things and mm-hmm. And then it's like a backwards learning situation, reading right to left rather than left to right kind of situation. In
2: Pittsburgh, it was like within one year, you saw restaurant menus going from 90% cocktail, flavored cocktail drinks to pre-prohibition cocktail drinks. It was really within a year that there was a huge switch over.
3: Makes it. He said, "Everybody knows the newest books, but it reminds me of the newest, uh, uh, the cocktail codex, the Death and Co's new book. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and they say everything comes from six cocktails. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. and that's they're like yeah. everything builds from every kind of. That's what everybody's saying is like you can all, it all traces back to there. If you have a firm foundation of like why those six cocktails were so popular, why they balance so well, then taking it to the next level is is just kind of tweaking.
0: Exactly mm-hmm. for sure. We'll see. It's, a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's definitely a, yeah. a formula for sure."
2: Yeah. Usually Um, usually when I'm, when I'm teaching somebody, I I try to, I I tell them, get this cocktail down. All right. If you, if you can make an old fashioned, I know you can, I know you know what goes in it, but can you perfect it? Can you make, can you understand every reason why you're doing what you're doing to this drink? And then, you know, so I usually do a program where when I start off with the bartenders, I'll give them 10 classic cocktails and be like, all right, you're going to learn these. You're going to know every detail, every precise detail of why this drink works. And then we'll move on to round two, which we'll get into some tipperaries and uh, remember the main and things like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, once you know the basics, then, you know, then you can bring me a strawberry habanero shrub that you made at home and we'll play with that. Mm -hmm. But first, learn how to make a daiquiri.
0: Um, Okay, so this is if you guys don't mind, would you like to play a quick game? Sure. All right. Let's do it. Uh, So. This is called Rapid guess Questions. Part of this game is in the name of the game. It's like going to happen rapid and we're going to ask questions. <laughs> nice. And uh, so just answer as quick as possible. Here we go. We're going into Rapid Guest Questions. What time do you wake up?
3: 7 a.m. Noon.
0: Nice. <laughs> I feel it. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
2: No. Yes.
0: If you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be?
2: Sazrek Hemingway
0: dagger. If you are driving a train and there are five people on the track that the train would kill, and you had a lever that would change the train to a terrifying blood-sucking monster that would kill you, would you pull that lever?
2: Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the most gnarly question that ever. I just had, to,
2: had to think about it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's more of a comprehension like test. If a pot of gold does not exist at the end of the rainbow, what is at the end of the rainbow?
2: Rain. Uh, leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> I I that's
1: obvious, yeah, <laughs> sure. I like to think that the first part of the, the rainbow is that what's actually at In the end the of the it.
0: <laughs> the end
1: of the rainbow. rain is at the end, end of, of the, of the rainbow, rainbow, but at the start of the word.
0: Or what about uh, the a bow? No. Okay, gosh, yeah, getting, we this is be getting intense. So much for the, <laughs> the bow, bow is the oh the bow yeah that's the bow. Oh my god, why have I never ever thought about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need to rewrite I need to start new questions. <laughs> uh okay, let's see.
2: We're just too smart for you here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> obviously we're getting we're getting
0: schooled right now. When you stir a spirit forward cocktail, what do you think about
2: account? Um God. <laughs> I, I don't even know I, I, every, it's always different What what's coming next I like to think what? it's this God <laughs> well yeah God God
1: oh, I God. Think about
2: God my God Buddha
0: <laughs> Buddha help
2: oh mommy buddy, oh.
0: I'm thinking of a mythological creature what creature am I thinking of
2: mermaid
3: that leprechaun still
0: <laughs> I was well I was thinking okay mermaid's pretty close because then I started thinking about I was thinking about a manatee <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's not. It's like a, I a know, metaphor. but that's what I thought of. It was like the first <laughs> <does> thing. exist.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nobody ever answers this i
0: always ask the question and then i'm like shit i gotta think of something and i start thinking i'm like oh oh oh." but then you said mermaid and then instantly i thought man so then i was like okay so i guess i technically am thinking of mermaid
2: so you weren't you weren't actually thinking of a mythological creature when you asked that question i tell you make me think of yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly
0: a lot of times i think
2: this is rigged
1: (laughs) yeah it's definitely not rapid
0: but we won (laughs) I won. Uh, <laughs> nice. You won that question.
1: All right. Uh, a man walks into a bar and... Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Orders a drink. Yes. Nice. Sits down. Nice. There you go. Both those are incredible.
0: <laughs> I like that they're all both questions back. <laughs> Is it
2: right? A, what do I do when I walk into a bar? A baby seal walks into a club.
0: Ooh. <laughs> One time I was in Santa Cruz and I was jumping over boulders, uh, like on the cliffs, and I like jumped down to the next boulder and I like bounced and I was like, why did I just bounce off this rock? And I like looked back and I jumped right down onto a dead seal.
1: (laughs) I don't believe you. It's Uh, true. (laughs) You just created a new cocktail. Make up a name for it.
2: Go Astro Reptilian Fornication. Jesus Christ! That sounds like a strong drink. The labyrinth. (laughs) No, that sounds
1: like an even stronger drink. (laughs) Um, To survive the apocalypse, you have to keep half of your body human, but fuse the other half of your body with a different animal. What animal and what half? Hmm.
2: Uh, Bottom half, (laughs) mermaid. (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're
2: man, manatee. We're man. Manatee. Manatee, 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 manatee. manatee manatee yeah
1: perfect um bottom half horse oh nice there you go what's that centaur, centaur. Yeah. yeah centaur style uh, if a martini could talk what could it what would it say keep me cold <laughs> drink me they're both valid uh i guess just told you a really bad joke do you have a laugh for them <laughs> I don't even think it's a verbal laugh. I think it's more like. I guess
3: and then you just turn around. Moment. Yeah, exactly. And then turn
1: around.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. All
1: right. So these are going to be uh, this is the last one. Uh, so you're saved after this. Uh, it's going to be three kind of questions in one and you can answer them all in succession. So first question, can you make me something good? What do you like to make? And do you have Red Bull?
3: <laughs> yes. What do I like to make? It mm-hmm. was the second part. I like to open up a beer and put it on the, put on the bar. Whatever's fastest. Uh, and no, no Red Bull. I, I, maybe in my car, but not behind <laughs> my bar.
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, yes. I was going to say beer. I was going to say Guinness, but now that you've already said beer, then I'm going to say Sazerac. I love making Sazeracs. I love the, just the detail of making a Sazerac and, uh, And yes, it goes much better with Red Bull. (laughs) Sazrak and Red Bull. It's a classic pairing. (laughs) Yeah, Blueberry Red Bull. Oh, that exists. It's got to be the Blueberry. (laughs) It's a
0: a Sazzy bomb. (laughs)
1: says a oh jesus
0: <laughs> oh Whoa. my gosh good work thanks
1: guys Whew, we on. made I it through it. yeah we did
0: Whew. oh my gosh so um th- at this point in the interview we always like to ask our guests if they want to plug anything that's coming up their instagrams how people could get a hold of you if they're in town the usb g pgh kind of situation
3: uh, i mean just for me plugging just bridges and bourbon opening up sometime in the next couple weeks you can follow bridges and bourbon on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter—basically, just by searching Bridges and Bourbon. Um, the website's www.bridgesbourbon.com, and we're already showcasing what a lot of these modernist drinks that we'll be serving at the bar look like. So uh, it's kind of fun to tag along and learn what we're trying to do. It's a great Instagram account, the Bridges and Bourbon. You see a lot of. Them. I think it's just Bridges really? Bourbon because yeah. I don't think like I think it was too many letters.
2: That is like uh, okay. same okay. thing. Um, I'll uh, tag my restaurant, Spork, which uh, is uh, over in Garfield. It's Spork, S-P-O-R-K. We always have a current innovative cocktail menu. And also uh, Pittsburgh drinks. If you want to know a little bit about uh, Pittsburgh's cocktail history or just want a book with some great recipes by Pittsburgh's top bartenders, go pick that up. It's on Amazon.com. If you are a bartender, I highly recommend getting the hardcover edition. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was gonna say get the hardcover yeah. edition <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> we know ourselves <laughs> yeah
1: we know how we work
0: all right um so like we normally do on our uh episodes i think we should go out on a cheers and i and i do want to thank you guys both of you david sean for coming down to have spending some time with us um it means so much to us and uh, and to our listeners so
2: thanks for having us yeah, yeah i
0: appreciate
1: it. cheers with our coffee cup and classy wine glass whiskey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Cocktail. Holy moly, that was so good. Yeah, they're the best. They are the best. Thanks, guys, for like sitting down and having chats with us. Uh, that was, I mean, that's so in- interesting hearing everything that they say. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is interesting?
1: Another guest.
0: Hell yes, it is. Who we got next is Alex Dando, also known as
1: Dan Alexo. If
0: you know him in the right form. Yeah. Hello, 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 listeners. We are having another interview here at Hotel Monaco um, here in Pittsburgh, downtown Pittsburgh. And it's really great because not only are we staying at the Hotel Monaco, we have been drinking at the Hotel Monaco and we have been hanging out and enjoying so much time here in an amazing place. And this is all 100% thanks to the man himself, Alex Stando. That was nice. I said that right, That's right? it. Okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> well
5: done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, well, thanks for coming. I hope you're having fun. Oh, dude, um, so good. It's amazing. Yeah, we always try to show off Pittsburgh because I don't know. I think anybody from here is really proud to be from here. Yeah, so anytime somebody comes here, we want them to enjoy it just as much as we do.
0: Mm-hmm. You guys have been a- above and beyond so accommodating and so awesome. And yeah, we, we appreciate it so much. Cool. It's so cool. Awesome. And you guys are like, I say family now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're supposed to say that to us, but I'm taking it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'm I'll taking second it. that. You're We're awesome family now. Yeah, cool. You're joining our family.
5: <laughs> yeah, you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you know you're I don't joining a cult right
1: <laughs> I would I not be upset. <laughs> We we did visit the Commoner, and it's amazing. You guys are doing some really cool stuff. Uh, It's a fun
5: thing, for sure. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think we're fortunate to have a team that's worked together for a really long time. And uh, we're all relatively young and invested in what we're doing. And, yeah, work really well together. So nobody really takes themselves too seriously. And I I think the cliche always employs that, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest team member, and we don't really have one. So, yeah, I mean, just sort of drink a little bit too much in my kitchen and throw shit against the wall and see what sticks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this
5: nice. is sort of what we come up with. It's usually a chef thing, but, you know, you got to be all yeah, right. Is, is there yeah.
0: anything specifically sticky you could remember?
5: <laughs> um, well, the, we we touched on earlier that, that cocktail, the Turducken. So, you know, the, the, the fun and, and challenging thing at times with Kimpton is that you inevitably have some degree of like corporate mandates where, you know, they're requiring you every quarter to employ certain spirits or beers or what have you. And uh, so this was maybe two years ago. Wild turkey was one of our mandates. And the chef at the time was like using a lot of duck fat in the kitchen. So we had a lot left over and so had the idea to do a duck fat washed wild turkey cocktail. And it was like around the holidays. The name Turducken came up. And, you know, the cocktail sort of developed from there. And then we went to present the menu. Our food and beverage director was like, oh, this is like really cool. But like, where's the chicken? I don't like, I don't really get it. And I was like, oh, well, like, it, it's fine. Like we got two of the three. Like, it's a name. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you you're thinking too far into it. Um, so uh, I have a I guess he's now a three year old hound dog who's the love of my life. Uh, and so we were all like hanging out in my kitchen one night, trying to sort of figure out these final finishing touches on the menu. And Bullet, the hound dog, his favorite chew toy is like this rubber chicken. And so he keeps chewing this rubber chicken. It's squeaking. It's annoying. So he like, comes up to my lap. And I'm like, Bullet, like, get the fuck out of here. And I like <laughs> grab the rubber chicken. I'm like, oh, my God, like that. That's it. Like the rubber chicken. chicken. <laughs> um, so we found this like. Essentially is like a website that makes like little gift bags for like child's birthday parties, and they have these miniature rubber chickens. So then we clip the miniature rubber chicken to the side of glass.
0: Sweet, and it's all came together. Yeah,
5: it was this beautifully serendipitous thing that, uh, yeah, now we're super proud of, and something that we bring back like every year around the holidays.
0: It's so delicious too. Oh, It's it's reoccurring.
5: Oh yeah. Oh, Um, the cool thing. I mean. Clarified milk punch, so, you know, sort of perpetually non-perishable. So, like, the batch that you had yesterday I made last January.
0: Well, but also for listeners who aren't completely aware of, like, what we're talking about. Sure. Uh, clarified milk punch and clarifying spirits yeah. or cocktails. Do you want to go into that process yeah, for a little sure. bit?
5: Um, so, yeah, I, I think the milk punch with this turducken is the first time that we sort of engaged in that dynamic, and now it's something that we're sort of a little bit too consumed with so yeah I mean the idea with the milk punch you make a really citrus forward punch and literally wash it with boiling milk so the milk then strains out all of the astringencies and imperfections of the cocktail and you're left with this non-perishable product and the cool thing with the druducan is you know it's duck fat it's wild turkey rye apple brandy maple syrup apple cider like those are all like dark brown ingredients <laughs> uh, and the end result of the cocktail is sort of this completely clear uh, sort of light yellowish hue um, so it's confusing at times for the guests where they're like, well, no, no, like I, I ordered this. And we're like, yeah, like that, that's it. So yeah, I think milk washing is where we first started playing around with that. And then we started to do like agar clarification. And then Dave Arnold came out with the, the spins all. So mm-hmm. it was like an affordable centrifuge that we could buy for a restaurant. Um, so now we have four of them and you uh, have
0: four of them, <laughs> it's, Holy it's, it's a problem.
5: Um, <laughs> yeah i mean we're clarifying things just for the sake of clarifying them and you know i think the challenge with our program is that we're always fighting that dynamic of a hotel bar and you know i don't think we are at all but inevitably we still have the volume of a hotel bar to try and like produce a really thoughtful uh creative cocktail but be able to do it quickly when it's like four or five deep on like a friday and saturday night so the uh, centrifuge just really sort of created that dynamic for us because we can do all the prep ahead of time, uh-huh. clarify it, and then we have these stable like, batches that can be easily cool. uh, reproduced.
0: I've never really thought of it like that. I've always think of like, oh, centrifuge. This is like this is getting so this is a, a complicated realm. Sure, but it really ends up simplifying everything. For
5: sure, yeah. That's our our motivation for it is is you know honestly like we had like a little bit of turnover with our bar team maybe. A year or two ago and so you know we're promoting barbacks and training newer individuals but like we didn't really want to downgrade the quality of product that we were producing so then it became like very prep heavy so that execution was more simplified and uh, yeah the the centrifuge really lets us do that
1: and is, is that centrifuge itself um, is, how does it work um, not really so the
5: idea is that you know it, it spins super super quickly and separates heavier mm-hmm. particles from lighter particles so
1: it. so it's like that like kind of typical medical thing that spins yeah, the vials. Yeah, sure. Got it. Yeah, uh,
5: But, you know, and, and I think Dave Arnold was the only person that actually had one of those because he had yeah. the budget. <laughs> it's taking this three, four, if not three, four thousand dollars, if not more piece of equipment. And now they're like seven, eight hundred bucks. Oh. Uh, so you can actually buy them.
0: Nice. How, how much space do they take up?
5: Not a ton. They're, I don't know, maybe two feet tall, one feet wide, one foot depth. Nice. Yeah. Something just yeah. like, shoo- Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, for sweet.
0: Sure. Were you born and raised in Pittsburgh?
5: I was, yeah.
0: Nice. Do you find a lot of people coming in and out of Pittsburgh or is it a lot of people are like from here and grow here and I
5: think a little bit of both. I mean, I think Pittsburgh is that city that people <laughs> tend oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> tend <laughs> to uh you know, leave and go see something else and then they always sort of come back. Um I know like growing up here or, or you know, maybe growing up in any suburban environment anywhere, like the inclination is you know, the second I can jump out and see something else, I'm going to do that. As I grew up, the city became cooler and cooler. So it felt sort of counterintuitive to leave. And then specifically with bars and restaurants, I mean, the the environment here is just fantastic. It's very supportive, very collaborative. Yeah. And I, I think there is this element of like this attainable reality of being like a bigger fish in a smaller pond. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all like very close and all supportive and so, yeah, it's a fun place to be it's a
0: good good yeah place to it's be, yeah. it's
1: insanity just the, like the support well i mean, the support too but just in general how like everyone will just walking off the street and especially when we were doing a little guest bartending stint like i so accepting and and super cool about everything oh it's yeah like, oh where you at like what are you doing like in the general interest you know right and definitely yeah like i feel like i can sit at a bar by myself and eventually talk to m- half of it
5: for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean I, I always think about like I don't know. Some of my like favorite places in the world are airport bars. Um, you know, I, I think it's some this very proof. like. <laughs> <laughs> one thing like getting a margarita at like six thirty in the morning is fantastic. That sounds uh, really yeah. familiar. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, but you
0: uh, want a uh, little uh, insider cocktails? Insider, tip? yeah, please. Order just. Uh, classic margarita, but tell them if you're noon or before, just say, hey, do you mind just putting a splash of whatever Bloody Mary mix you got in there?
5: Ooh, pro move. I like that.
0: And it's bomb.
5: Shout out to uh, Lori in the Pittsburgh airport at the Friday's bar.
4: (laughs) Damn. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. Regular, you're like on a first that.
5: name basis with uh <laughs> the bartender at fridays in the morning like i think that it speaks to a problem or commitment
0: oh um, i think we, we definitely walked past my that one. Yeah, right. we <laughs> walked past that i saw oh, it oh it's great yeah, it's it was, an institution it was, late. it was too late for us okay yeah. we like
5: have to go like i i've been there like so they start serving at 5 30 and so like i'll have that early flight and it's like 5 oh that'll be good for, yeah that will be good and, oh so we can get and, it like up. they're waiting there and they're like oh like we don't serve till 5 30 i know like I'll wait. I'll be here. Have <laughs> um, a cup of coffee,
0: please. Yeah,
5: but uh, Put a with scratch. a
0: little yeah. in there, right?
5: But no, like airport bars. Like I think it's cool because you know obviously it's people from all over, and it's a sort of leveling experience for like all trying to kill time. People are like a little bit nervous, and it, yeah, I think I've had like some of the best conversations in my life at airport bars. But I think how that's changed when you know you tell somebody oh, I'm from Pittsburgh, and previously it was like. Oh, like the, the Steelers or, or, you know, something surface level like that. Uh-huh. And now that you tell people you're from Pittsburgh, they're like, oh, my God, Pittsburgh. I've heard all these great things. How about this restaurant like on 37th and Butler, Morcia? Like, it's so great. Like, th- there's now this renewed interest and it's cool to be from Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I think everybody Pittsburgh. that lives here is like very proud to do so. And uh, yeah, like I said, want to like share that gift with everybody else.
1: Oh, we're nailing it. Great hotel choice as well. And like, menu's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I think it's going really well. Awesome.
0: <laughs> so, Alex, yeah. um, we do get into a certain thing here on this show, um, and that main thing we really do think about and talk about is stories. Okay. Uh, is there anything that comes to your mind about something that you've experienced? Well, first of all, how long have you been bartending?
5: Uh, so, I'm 26 now. Um, I started when I was 17, which is illegal, but... The second person. I'd imagine. That's the second person in Pittsburgh. Yeah, we're talking. about. Cool. Yeah. I'd yeah. imagine that you're uh, my secret safe with um, you, yeah. Spencer.
1: Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spencer's yeah. Not the same that this way. This is going to air. Yeah. Right. Um,
5: <laughs> it's like when I went to college, um, and after like the summer of my freshman year, I didn't want to like move back home with my parents then it was like, I need to find a job. And you know, I was always interested in like, food and beverage growing up. Yeah, I remember like coming home from school on Friday and searching menus online and trying to convince my parents like, we should do family dinner here. Um, Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Eating dinner out was like always a big thing for me. And then like every Sunday, like my grandmother would come over and like we'd spend all day making this like elaborate meal for like the family. Um, so yeah, the kitchen was always important. So I think at one point I considered like maybe going to culinary school and then eventually went to college. And so when I was looking for that job, like the thought was like, maybe I can do both. Um, so applied to like a bunch of different restaurants. I had no experience, uh, as much as I look like I'm 12 now, like I looked like I was eight at that point. <laughs> um, so one restaurant called me back. Uh, I started as like a bus boy and. Eventually, like started bar backing. Shortly thereafter, and then there was this like mass exodus of the bar team with like all these new restaurants opening in Pittsburgh. So the the GM at the time was like, "Well, you've been back there, like you're bartending now." Yeah. That's how and, I got like, started. And it was cool because you know I didn't know how to make a Jack and Coke, much less like anything else. Uh, and the program at the time was a wine bar, so you know it was hundred glasses, three hundred bottles, ranging from. Jesus forty to forty eight hundred dollars. And you know, you're like sitting there trying to like tell somebody what a bottle of Harlan Estate's like. I'm like, it's great. It's expensive. I don't know. <laughs> um so it was it was a cool opportunity to like frankly make a fool out of myself and like learn from my mistakes. Um and I, yeah, I think there's that element of like when you're behind a bar and you're exposed by a guest, that's like the worst feeling ever. It's um, horrible. Yeah, Still it's- so, it's like
1: disappointing or
0: Hum- <laughs> right, yeah. but it's also humbling, and it's good to oh, stay. For sure. It's good but it's, to stay yeah, humble. Yeah, it's like when
5: somebody asks you a question about a bottle behind you, and you're like. I don't yeah it's know. not a I good no feeling to just idea. see those eyes kind of droop and you're like oh, shit <laughs> right and um, it gives
0: you incentive to for be like, sure i yeah. don't want this but at and the moment like,
5: it sucks ass yeah but like wow i had like 10 of those moments every day <laughs> yeah, like, um, okay i, like, I gotta <laughs> get my shit together so yeah like like being completely unprepared and getting thrown to the wolves to some degree like that was a great way to learn Yeah, trouble um you know and then later in college like met the guys from kimpton and You know my degree is or degrees rather in sculpture and uh philosophy so it's not like people were knocking the door down with job offers um so met some guys from Kempton, like they're opening this property here and like realized like oh wow like this could really be something Um, you helped open uh uh-huh no shit and uh so yeah now it's something Which is fun.
0: It's now you're using centrifuges and everything.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. well, that's.
5: I always tell people like I come from a family of like disappointed doctors and chemists, so like (laughs) using using the centrifuge like at least like justifies my. You can uh, you can kind of lead off the 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 conversation and segue somewhere
4: else (laughs) for
0: sure. (laughs) Anytime you're talking to your family members, you're like centrifuge, absolutely. Yeah, right. centrifuge, centrifuge. So
5: yeah, (laughs) it's been super fun. Yeah, I mean, just fortunate to have, like, the opportunities I've had and, and work with the people I've worked with. And um, yeah, but I'll always keeping in mind, like, the reason why any of us do this is to have fun. So, like, if you're not having fun, then you're doing oh, it yeah. wrong.
1: It's a reason to come back. I For also, sure. also appreciate. let it be known that he brought beers with him. I did. Yeah, we've had another guest do that, and she was amazing, so. It, yeah, it I mean, sense. it's,
5: I don't know. I try to bring beers everywhere I go. <laughs> that <laughs> so, makes sense, yeah. too. Like the dog park at 7 o'clock in the morning isn't receptive as, as you guys have been, but uh, <laughs> thanks.
1: Yeah, just, I just want a backpack that has like a like a little compartment in the bottom to put Oh, for stick, sure. And I'm like, yes, this is yep, this, this is, is going to be it. dangerous, but awesome. Yep.
0: <laughs> so you're a fan of beer. Uh, what's one of some of your favorite Pittsburgh beers oh, that so we should keep our eyes out for?
5: You definitely have to go to Dancing Gnome. Um, like the name? They're like great friends of mine. I like love them tremendously. Uh their beer might be even better than they are as people, um, <laughs> which I, yeah, I think is a compliment. Yeah, um, that's kind of cool. They were at the USA Today, named them like the third best new brew in the country. Sick. If that means anything, um, sort of specializing in like hazy, unfiltered New England style IPAs. Um, mm. LA would like that. Well, the beers are really, really cool. Um, But, I mean, just generally, like, beer in Pittsburgh has just become a lot better. Um, You know, I think for a long time, there was that inclination, like, local, local, local. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, I'd like the local stuff to be better.
4: Um,
1: Yeah.
5: So, you know, I I think especially with, you know, our program here, like, you want our out-of-town guests to, like, sort of theoretically be able to see and experience the city of Pittsburgh from the bar stool. Um, But when, like the local product wasn't good. Like you, you weren't doing that. Um, and now we have like this overload of like really, really great local product, which has been super, super fun to work with.
0: And I think also with, with this whole resurgence of the bar, it's like a trickle down effect. You know, it's like the chefs started doing this farm to table. And so that makes us interested in farm to table, which we meant, mentioned earlier, but then, our interest of farm to table creates these crazy cocktails, which then influences other people to be like, they need ingredients. Let's do this and let's do that, and then it right. trickles down to. It's like a tr- whole like collective like thing of like making great products. Oh, for sure. So I
5: don't know. Like I've always tried to like collaborate with the kitchen as much as possible. Yeah, I love that. And, like chefs know We use too. like yeah. things that like you know they're incorporating, and you know if we can do one sort of group order together and make the most efficient use out of our product, like that's ideal. And then to be able to have like our beverage offerings kind uh, of pair, right. Pair with what we're doing from the kitchen. Like that's perfect. Yeah.
1: And a good kitchen bar relationship is a, Beautiful thing, really. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 makes life a lot easier and and
0: fun. And the end I'll say all of it all is everyone in the long run gets to enjoy all this stuff. Yeah, (laughs) right, yeah. You know, which brings the entire community together, which from everything I'm experiencing and hearing is what Pittsburgh is all about. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. So you guys, you and everyone we've talked to and interviewed, you guys have all collectively like worked so hard and together creating these amazing things, which are really finding your community at pittsburgh together and it's so freaking cool and thank you for doing that
5: (laughs) (laughs) well thank you for coming yeah Yeah, i mean it's it's thanks yeah yeah. i I don't think there was this like ever this element of like us having a chip on our shoulder to some degree but it was like you know like we're really proud of what (laughs) we do here sense of pride um so like now you know the dynamic of like people that are not from Pittsburgh appreciating what we do here like that's special Mm -hmm. Um, and it's cool to be a part of it for sure oh yeah oh yeah Uh,
0: yeah absolutely you got our attention like uh, yeah it's like I've never this is the first time I've been here and it's fantastic anyone listening come experience this this is a special place um games games let's do it games so Sean said that we shouldn't ask the same questions you know why I say that? poo poo Sean, poo poo, we're gonna questions. ask the same questions <laughs> <laughs> um so you down for this?
5: thanks, uh yes, let's we're, do it
0: we're gonna play this game, Jesus yeah. Christ, <laughs> yeah for <looking> <laughs> Yeah,
1: get ready for my yeah. answers it's like Martha Stewart's two ounces yeah. it's Like two ounces of vodka and it's like a five minute oh, fucking God. pour that is a, so, what you call a heavy yeah. hand. Yeah, so yeah. We, have a, we have a we have a heavy, heavy-handed uh, assistant with yeah, us. I apologize. Four ounces of fucking.
0: I think that's more than four ounces. I think that's push it. Yeah, that's a yeah.
1: that's a sizable amount. Anyway, <laughs> that's a
0: grandma's pour.
1: Quite unexpected.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna go into rapid guest questions. Yeah. All right, what time do you wake up?
5: When my dog wakes up.
0: What kind of Um, dog do you have? Uh, It's it's
5: a a hound dog. A hound dog, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ain't nothing like one of those, right?
5: Yeah. Uh, Ain't nothing like a hound dog. I'll show you a picture at some
1: (laughs) (laughs) point. It
0: was a setup. Yeah. I I I fell right into it. perfect. I'm okay with (laughs) it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh,
5: In Pittsburgh it is, for sure.
0: If you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be?
5: Uh, I'm like 80% built with margaritas at all times, so probably a margarita. So it's like a pitcher? yeah right
1: Nice. Nice.
0: that you already drank down 20% Correct, <laughs> <laughs> if you were driving a train and there were five people on the track that the train would kill and you had a lever that would change the train to a terrifying blood-sucking monster that would kill you would you pull that lever
5: um dependent on those who those five people were uh probably not um let them go yeah let them go <laughs> let yeah. him go I feel good about my contribution to society <laughs> Let him go. It's <laughs> a great way to put it.
0: If a pot of gold does not exist at the end of the rainbow, what is at the end of the rainbow?
5: Uh, tequila. Ooh, nice.
0: The nectar of the gods. Uh. When you stir a spirit-forward cocktail, what do you think about?
5: Cool. Um The meaning of life. It's a long
1: stir.
0: Dude. <laughs> Have you
5: Solid. ever asked like Siri on your phone what the meaning of life is? No, what she said? like so many different things that are like really disappointing. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Hey Siri. I'm listening. What is the meaning of life? I don't know, but I think
5: there's an app for that. There we go. son of a, <laughs> That stupid
1: bitch. Oh, <laughs> trying to, trying to she's get, so, she's to so get, helpful. Yeah, getting me an app that I paid for. Pay day. for this app. Uh, I'm thinking of a mythological
5: creature. What is it? A unicorn.
1: That was actually I. Well, I don't know. I never really think of one until somebody says I a, saw it. Right. <laughs> I was thinking of a manatee.
0: Dude, oh, I already <laughs> said
1: it. <that. laughs> yeah, you said it. <laughs> And then
5: immediately, yeah. What's the narwhal? A
1: narwhal is probably <laughs> the
5: like unicorn. Well, John said. Mermaid. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think that crosses off the two mythical creatures yeah, I'm familiar but with. So
0: both the myth- mythical creatures, both of us thought of the real creatures, yeah, which were yeah. a manatee <laughs> yeah. and a narwhal. And it, yeah. Narwhals cool.
5: are the unicorns of the
1: sea anyway.
0: <laughs> and and manatee is the mermaid of the yeah, sea. Yeah, so graceful
1: and beautiful. So shapely.
0: We are really bad at that question.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, it's only come to light just
5: recently. Yeah. I think the third time you ask it, it'll go really well. Great. Uh, a man walks into a bar and... I, I don't want to use his answer, but like, I orders a drink. I don't, I don't know. Nice. Uh, no, probably like ask you if you have Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's yeah. a, that is an absolute LA
1: thing. <laughs> Absolutely yeah, happens. It's like,
5: well, not to bring up Fridays again. Apparently, we're uh, plugging them. Like, fucking Fridays has Tito's. Everywhere has Tito's. I've met Tito. Yeah. Yeah. And like, people ask that question, like, Oh, do you have this like artisan small batch vodka from Austin, Texas? Like, mm. yeah, Tito's, like, Tito's fuck up. Tito's like, the <laughs> one
0: that's I everywhere. Would everyone, like, yeah, I yeah. don't. I think that they sold. Did they sell?
5: I don't know. I if think they, they did, did. Congrats to Tito. If not, yeah. you heard it, it here first. Dog, but check the, my facts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is be Taco Bell shit. <laughs> uh,
1: you just created a new a new cocktail. Uh, and now make up a name for it.
5: Wow. So yeah, that's a separate like conversation. We like really pride ourselves on our stupid names. Um, well, I don't think they're stupid. The glorious. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Unique, one would say. That camping trip was intense. Uh, New foam who was something I was, like, really proud of. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. Um, I don't know. That's tough. It, it, like, normally takes, like, a lot more booze and drugs to get to this point. Um, (laughs) But, uh, okay, I would do, so, like, one of our sort of beloved, like, artists in Pittsburgh, Mac Miller, recently passed away. So, you know, I'm sort of Constantly critiqued for our cocktail names being way too long. Um, yeah, I do like a, a like lyric from Mac Miller.
1: Nice. That's a, a kind of a cool homage you could do. Yeah. yeah. Remembrance of it right. Uh
5: If you could drink
1: one cocktail for the rest of your life, what cocktail would it be?
5: Uh, the aforementioned margarita. Nice. Pitcher, maybe. Correct.
1: 20% uh, drink. Yeah. yeah. Like, like a main line <laughs> of yeah. margaritas yeah. would be perfect. To survive the apocalypse, you had to keep half of your body. If you use the other half with a different animal,
5: what half and what animal would they be? A dog, uh, because everybody loves dogs. And if you don't love dogs, like I'm not really interested. Wait, are you in, dog
0: dog top, dog bottom?
5: I guess dog top, like the little like goofy like eyes. But I'd floppy imagine, ears like, or top? Yeah, top, floppy yeah, tails. Yeah. Yeah. Or floppy ears rather. But I'd imagine the tail is going to be included in the dog top So you're gonna... I'm splitting it like horizontally. So, like, so, you're just I'm gonna have human little stubs, right? Yeah, human
1: oh, well, stubs wait, like dog a, talk. It's like a split, so, yeah, like, correct. Yeah, right. All right, I'm gonna uh, do that.
5: Like, uh, Bill Murray quote that's, uh, you know, I would never trust a person that doesn't like a dog, but I always trust a dog that doesn't like a person. Uh, that's uh, yeah, and those are words I live by.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel
5: like I should start.
1: <laughs> uh, if a martini could talk, what would it say?
5: Um, don't nurse me, just drink it.
1: Don't nurse me,
5: yeah, uh I guess this told you a really bad bar joke uh what kind of laugh would you have? um I wouldn't um you know i I, I think that to make just general discourse more enjoyable, you need to attack those things in the moment. So. <laughs> Let them know that they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you teach them a lesson. you know, yeah, no, right? yeah. it. no. It's not no.
0: I'm not letting you get away
1: with this. Yes. No. Yeah. Take that back. You take that back.
0: Not happening. How dare
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, three kind of questions in succession. Cool. Uh, can you make me something good? What do you like to make? Do you
5: have Red Bull? Um. So that question is sort of like every weekend night. Not that I, I don't love our guests, um, they're they're lovely. But it's always that like notion of like, make me something fun, but not too sweet. Like of course not too sweet. Like that's like the cool thing for the bar guests to say now. Uh-huh. Like I don't like things that are too sweet. Um, well, I but I, yeah, but like they want something sweet. They don't want to taste the booze. Um, so I would say, yes, I can make you something good. What was the second question? Uh, what do you like to make? Um, tequila neat with a high life on the side. Nice. And three.
0: Do you have Red Bull?
5: No, we don't. <laughs> um, no.
0: <laughs> I don't think we've come across one bartender that does. No, the Warren like, does. It's
5: it's yeah, Spencer definitely does. I do <laughs> not <laughs> enjoy Red Bull. Like it's fine. Um, yeah, it's just I don't think anybody needs like more incentive to drink more than they already are, and like vodka Red Bulls are like bad for business it's terrible it's shit showy right yeah like we have a lot of weddings here they're already bad enough as they are like add Red Bull to the equation it's a mess quickly
0: quickly going out of this do you have uh, do you have any specific wedding crazy story that you ever seen
5: oh so many I had to like cut off the groom two weekends ago because (laughs) he returned to the bar with no shoes and no shirt and like like literally no shirt and, like, didn't understand, like, why that had to be the case. I'm like, dude, like, you literally will say Red Bull again. You couldn't go to 7-Eleven and buy a Red Bull right now. Like, <laughs> if you can't meet the basic requirements of entering a 7-Eleven, like, it's not going to work. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> That's a great way to yeah. judge, judge who you give service to. Right. right yeah. 7-Eleven rules. That's-
1: yep. Sevies.
5: Sevies. <laughs> That's what <laughs> we're <calling> them now. <laughs> Sevies
1: minus the 11s. Seven, sevens. Sevens? Sevies,
0: sevies,
1: sevies, sevies or levies. Sevvy levies. We gotta
0: lebbies. stop this. This yeah. whiskey, this whiskey Sebbies? cup. sevies, sevies, sevies,
1: sevies, And now I know why this port was so heavy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> Alison had her hand on the bottle, we're both—we're yeah. all losing it right now. <laughs>
5: yeah, not on the fulcrum point. It was near the yeah. heavy side. Yeah. Good yeah. luck for your eight o'clock dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. God, we're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> gonna good luck for tomorrow. gonna be more
0: of an issue. I'm looking forward cool. to sleeping in tomorrow. That's for sure um in this amazing hotel room they're so fun that yeah Yeah. that you were amazing enough to us uh stay here hey well i'm so glad you guys came this was fun yeah it was a blast awesome and and thank you for coming on the podcast and and sharing your stories of course sharing stories about pittsburgh and letting all the us and all of our listeners know what it means to be a bartender in pittsburgh
5: yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's a it's i think it's a great time to be a bartender and it's a really really good time to be a bartender in pittsburgh
0: oh yeah well said uh Uh, any plugs at the end not really Uh, instagrams Um, how people could get a hold of you
5: my instagram's the youngest man which sort of fits in with my 12 year old appearance um
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you guys heard it first uh when you're in pittsburgh if you're in pittsburgh come to the commoner and come say hi to alex and get yourself a damn good cocktail over here Uh, some of the best cocktails i've had in the country, really. Cool. 100%. I really
1: appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of creativity for sure. It's
5: awesome. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah.
0: Thank you. Dude, so let's,
5: all right. let's, we'll let's cheers go this out with this bad boy's yeah, pints of whiskey. whiskey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheers. Godspeed.
0: <laughs> 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 to us all, apparently. <laughs> good luck and good night. <laughs>
1: and finally and lastly, we have a uh, amazing gentleman who uh, was with us through the whole ride as well. But sat down with us right after our live show. So, apologize for any ambient uh, communicating. (laughs) Uh, We have a Courtney Buchanan.
0: Just one (laughs) just one just one courtney buchanan (laughs) there's
1: only one did i pluralize (laughs) it (laughs) nailed it perfect he's one man he's but one man
0: (laughs) he's my favorite there's but one courtney Courtney. i followed him around everywhere i was like courtney and he's like why are you talking to me like that
1: (laughs) he is an awesome person he's a a definite likable dude and uh we had a blast interviewing him uh right after the live show and he had some uh, really uh pertinent and amazing things to say about pittsburgh and the bar scene out there in general. So, uh, thanks Sa- for sticking through. Saddle up. Yeah.
0: Giddy up, y'all. Giddy
1: up. Get something to sip on.
0: Giddy up. and Get something to sip on. And put on those spurs. Because we're going on a wild ride. Yeah. Mind of Courtney. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, here we go. We're getting a Pittsburgh interview here right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking to a few people while we're here in Pittsburgh, and we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty about what's happening here in Pittsburgh and the bar scene. We have been here for a couple days, right, Matt? Yeah, we have. And we've seen a lot of the Warren, and we've seen a lot of the Miracle Bar, and it's just so fitting that we bring somebody in who knows these these two bars, like the back of his hand. So, without further ado, Matt...
1: Mm-hmm. You're great. Um, thanks. But why don't you do that introduction? <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, today we have Courtney
4: Buchanan. Hi there. Hey, How's it Courtney, going? I'm doing well today. Thanks for having me. Great. Hi if there.
0: like taking some time out of your day today of course, to my do pleasure. this interview. We like to do stories. We like to talk to bartenders. And you are one of the one bartenders that we know thus far in Pittsburgh that knows these bars. The Warren and Miracle Bar. Um, how's it been for you doing this miracle thing? And how's Warren been?
4: Uh, it's exhausting, but gratifying. I love it. I love what I do. I love who I work with. Um, it is a lot of work, but like I said, very gratifying.
1: I can definitely see it because the this the sheer decoration and magnitude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> of the this experience. took about this took a, a crew of people about a week and a half. Jesus about Christ, just, a week? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this
1: and this space is the. Beauty of the, this true miracle pop-up is that the um, the space wasn't a bar to begin with,
4: correct? It was not. It was a candy shop right before we acquired it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a 3 well sink and a closet and a bathroom, and that was it. Bare, you know, hardwood floors, mm-hmm. uh, bare walls, and we turned it into this. Built the bar. Um, it's mobile. It's in three pieces, and then threw all the decorations on, and uh, that's really all you need to to start a bar. Uh, once the permit situation, I got a. Got handled, you know. We were off and running.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a crazy experience, and and you're the original
4: uh, miracle pop up here. The very first one that was here in Pittsburgh um, was also called Miracle on Liberty, and that was down Liberty. Um, I think there's an ice cream parlor there okay. now. Mm-hmm. And then last year it was at a space over in Market Square. Okay, uh, and that was called Miracle in Market. And then this year it's back to Miracle on Liberty, just in a different location. Nice, awesome. Yeah.
0: Do you yeah. think it's going to keep moving locations?
4: God, I hope not <laughs> it's, it's just it's it's one of the frenzied searches where you don't have a space. you know you've got the idea and you've got even the staff you just don't have any place to put them. Mm-hmm. Um, so acquiring the space long term uh, say as an event space, we don't know yet mm-hmm. but that would be that would be ideal um, because it seems to be working
0: the attention to detail that you guys are doing are, is definitely a successful project.
4: I appreciate that. Which is that. so awesome. Thank you.
0: Um, because the outcome is all for such a great cause.
4: Yes. Uh, we did make uh, a sizable donation to 412 Food Rescue last year. And because of the recent tragedy at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill, we have also decided to make what we're hoping to be a matching donation um, to those causes uh, it's a horrendously unfortunate and tr- series of events that have brought us here but if anything could be taken away from the example the bartenders in this town have set um, it's one that we can overcome together um, the amount of outreach and uh, just the spirit of giving um, I mean it was it's almost overwhelming for me to witness and I'm so proud to be part of it it's really something to to behold
0: I'm I'm really glad you touched on that because as uh, as bartenders in this community and like everyone that's been on this podcast and will continue to be on this podcast and just the entirety of the bartender community we're we all like really are good at coming together and working together and sure reaching uh, collective goals a lot of times for charity which is so cool and I'm glad that you guys continue these traditions as uh, especially right now in this this time of year and this time of need so that's freaking awesome man
4: our ability to organize things i mean this is a pop-up bar this didn't exist you know a month ago so our ability to organize events have product donated uh have time and labor um all of the bartenders who worked that event volunteered for their shift uh in order to do that quickly um you know we used we used those skills to organize that and i because of that i i think it was the success that it was
0: heck yeah man so we're here for one real, real thing about cocktails, and it's something that we take very seriously. <laughs> it's uh, in the name, On yeah, your man. it is. It's in the name. Tales, we tell them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some would say stories, yeah, sure. stories.
0: So, um, yeah, yeah do,
1: you, do you have a story you might want to share or be funny, fun?
4: So, I guess, well, I don't know how you're going to splice all this stuff together, so I don't, I don't know exactly what order it's going to run in. And I was thinking about. Yeah, I, I of course, became familiar with your podcast um, when we were down in, down in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. right, earlier. And I was thinking, like, do I just come up with a story? You know, how do I make it entertaining? You know, I have the ability to speak. You put me behind a bar. I can talk to customers, that kind of thing. But I'm thinking to myself, should I tell a story? I mean, I've got, uh, what is it now? 17-year career? Jeez. Mm
0: -hmm. 17? (laughs) Nice. Yeah,
4: 2001? the The Sunday uh, before Labor Day, two thousand one. So yeah. So um, I've I've seen a ton, but how do I take any of that and make it into an entertaining story? Because I don't want to put anybody to sleep while they're listening to this. (laughs) So the most interesting thing to me that's happened lately is I've seen three of my coworkers over at the Warren, um, that is uh, Kimber, Raylan, and Sarah, were nominated for uh, Women in Whiskey. Now another charitable foundation uh, in order to make donation to uh, cancer research now I've worked at places that have had women nominated but I've never worked at a place that's had three women nominated some of us were picking up some of us were picking up shifts that we didn't normally work because they had their they had their activities for this charity to Mm -hmm. do and then the gala Um, Kimber ended up winning woman of the year I don't know exactly what the title is you know and and she's great most of
1: that is it yeah yeah she's great
4: Lynn's great Sarah's great I love them all and that they're all here together and what it started getting me thinking about is uh, I when I when I see it when I see staffs that have women like more than just one token they perform great the contributions that women make to our industry I think is just it's it's immeasurable You, you 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 bring on somebody who has a different perspective and it just makes doing things better um,
0: I like all that. Beautifully so said. That's, yeah, yeah,
4: that's that's more that's more of the like the tale that I wanted to tell. Is just pay attention, pay attention to your hiring practices, pay attention to your staff. Try to bring in disparate voices. It doesn't necessarily have to be women, although in my opinion they do make things better. It can be other minorities or other marginalized people, they have something to say. I think bartending, I think this industry is one of the best forums for them to be able to say it. Um, your show is an example of that. Um, hey. But like yeah. I said, managers hiring practices can also reflect you know, the community that they're in. And all it's going to do is make bartending better. And that is something, is something—you know, selfishly, locally, I think that's something that I would like to see in Pittsburgh, taking this market to like the next level. That would, be, that would be my way of achieving that.
0: I I like that input. I think that's fantastic because, yeah, diversity ultimately brings everyone together, which is so cool. And you get to see other people's perspectives. And I'll tell you what. I got. I have all kinds of things to say and enlighten people on my perspective. <laughs> we would
4: all love to hear it. <laughs>
0: it's hard not to. So she, could, so she
1: created a podcast where she could talk about it. <laughs> blah, 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 blah.
4: Why didn't I think of that?
0: <laughs> Man, I'm going to talk about what I want to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, incredibly well said. I I would love to see that in L. A. For in L. A. Already being such a diverse place, it'd sure. be great to have that little more. Sure. More, more of an opportunity. Throughout.
4: Throughout. Mm-hmm. I think there's more of an opportunity out there just because of the size of the yeah. city, the population. And, you know, here we got to look, we, we got to work a little bit. Pittsburgh's a, a well-known city. What is it? Even a million and a half? We were wondering in, in the, that when in, are the metro, in the metro area. I mean, yeah, it's, it's dense, is it? yeah, yeah. Maybe not even 400,000 in the city proper. So, um, in order, in order to affect some of these changes, you got to work for it. It doesn't just happen. You know, nobody else is going to do it. Somebody else isn't going to do it. You got do it. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds we'll, reason we'll enough to it. me. Let's all do it. Yeah. We'll I think do we
4: yeah. Let's all do it. But there are funny stories about old women who take off their dresses because they spilled coffee on it when they closed their menu and it caught the saucer. Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure would be a little, right, right. A little more entertaining. Uh, but again, I, 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 <laughs> I chose my, like the, the story you chose. <laughs> I think so. Dig it.
0: <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. But uh, do you want to play a quick little game before we Absolutely. wrap this thing up? Let's do. What do you want to do, Matt? Choose ones. You want to do choose ones? Yeah. Okay, we'll do a little game called choose ones. It's pretty easy. Awesome. You choose one of the two. (laughs) (laughs) slow down. Okay, I know. (laughs) I know. All right. uh, So I'm gonna say two things. You say one. Sure. Just knock one of them off, and then you, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Okay, okay. Cool. Just
4: Sorry. Checking, Just checking. Just checking. Your time is very valuable. No.
0: Uh, I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I <think> you're wrong.
4: <laughs> Why does everybody talk to me like
0: this? <laughs> you don't understand how this podcast works. <laughs> time is irrelevant. It's
4: an illusion, man.
0: It is. It's the sun going around the world.
4: <laughs> Obviously, we have. <laughs> so this is not right. This is not. Wait,
0: what are we playing? <laughs> this is not oh, astronomy podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, it, and no, it's not the sun. Wait. Yeah, the this isn't spinning.
4: Star talk. Yeah. Star talk. The will, podcast. The world, will, the
0: world will always continue to spin.
4: Yeah, whether or not we're on it. Yep. Yeah, that's different. It's more the speed that
0: Climate change. God damn it! Where are we going? Yeah, we yeah. said we weren't going to do this. Yeah. What about this game? We Why does this keep happening. <laughs> uh, all right, choose one. Here Dang we it. go. Nacho cheese or cheddar cheese? Cheddar. Old fashioned or Manhattan?
4: Uh, old fashioned. Vodka gin. Uh, vodka.
0: Shaken or stirred? Stirred. A ratchet hangover or a two-week mild cold?
4: I'll take the hangover. Oof. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. You have one of those right now. I can't
4: tell if it's a hangover or if it's just like generally being sheer exhaustion, just conscious and <laughs> awake, <laughs> or just conscious. just yeah, just being like the, the crushing everything. burden of being alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who can tell?
0: Well, on that note, shot at Goldschlager or hypnotic?
4: <laughs> Goldschlager,
0: going campy with Donald Trump or Harvey Weinstein.
4: Hmm, that how many more of these do we have? I'll, oh, come, 66? I'll come.
0: Sixty six.
4: I'll come back to that one. Sixty
0: okay. six. <laughs> Gluten free or lactose intolerant?
4: You know what? Um. Uh. Harvey Weinstein. Because <laughs> Because. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like to ask him. I'd like to ask him. Like what he was thinking. Donald Trump. I think. He's. He's a pretty open book. I pretty much. I think we got him figured out. Yeah. It's Harvey. All right.
0: Harvey scares me. Rightfully, I, I don't rightfully if, so. I'm not yeah. his.
4: I'm not his type. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine.
0: Gluten free or lactose intolerant.
4: To what, like jettison into the sun? Yes. Uh, uh gluten free.
0: Beatles or Elvis?
4: Ugh. I, being, deaf,
0: that, being deaf. I have to be one of.
4: <laughs> Elvis co-opted so much, uh, and Beatles are just terrible. God. Um. <laughs> I guess I have a I have a book of that sense. I guess um, I guess I'll choose to keep the Beatles because of what what they wrought like some of some of the bands that kind of. Cover them and ape their stuff. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they made they made the contribution. So and yeah, they, we'll go we'll wrote, wrote music. Yeah, yeah, they're True. Ugh, I don't like that one. Elvis yeah. was
0: so damn cute back then.
4: <laughs> got the hips. I get it. You I got get it. Hips. I get it. You uh, sways.
1: A needy bar guest or a stinky polite bar guest.
4: Uh, a needy bar guest. Really? Yeah. Right. Wash your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, 5 Ramos Gin Fizzes order at once mm-hmm. or 5 Bloody Marys ordered separately uh, one after another at 11 at night
4: jeez uh, uh, I'll take the Bloody Marys cause again knowing me everything's batched already
1: nice smart swing on a star or carry moonbeams home in a jar what was the first one uh, swing on a star
4: or uh,
1: uh, or moonbeams in a, moonbeams in a jar uh, moonbeams. moonbeams in a jar it's a fun thing to yeah. say uh, Elton John
4: or Little John Little John rye or bourbon Bourbon. Mezcal or tequila? Well, tequila is mezcal.
2: Ooh. Oh, wow. Nobody's Finally
1: ever, nobody's
0: ever called right that up before. Uh, so. <laughs> that is a Both.
3: quick
1: question.
4: Okay. Uh, to vodka.
1: Be, <laughs> vodka. <laughs> to be or not to be? Uh, to not be. Uh, God, God God to God not be. To <laughs> not be. <laughs> Who's hotter, Gandalf or Dumbledore? Uh-huh.
0: There's only one true qu- answer to this. A, that's
4: debatable. Dumb- Dumbledore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cocktail nerd or a salty bartender?
4: Who would I prefer? A cocktail yeah. nerd or a sal- uh, salty bartender, absolutely, please. Uh, dive bar
1: or a fifteen dollar cocktail bar? Or just cocktail bar in general. No need to put a price.
4: Yeah, there's a place for both, but if I'm if, if it's me, I'm I'm going to a dive.
1: And finally the most important question
4: shrimp Louis or Louis C. K? <laughs> 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 oh god, shrimp Louis. Uh, <laughs> nice. There you go. Yep, yep. But no, like, s- yeah. most people don't even know what that is. I wish there was a like a like a telecast of this so people could see the look on my face when <laughs> I made that. <laughs> I I,
1: sigh, I can
0: feel
4: myself the making. The sigh
1: it. was it was, transi- <laughs> <it> was translated. <laughs> I believe.
0: Louis. Yeah. I don't Fruit like this movie. Bluey it is. My goodness, you did really good at that. Thank you. I'm really impressed.
4: I think I'm tripping over my Lil John over Elton John. Oh really? Yeah. You yeah. yeah I'm not thoughts. gonna. I'm not gonna change it, but. You yeah. Now that you thought about it? Yeah, that's the only one that I'm thinking, like, you know. Yeah, take I gotta, it back? I'm not. I'm not. No I'll, take
0: backsies. I'll, I'll take
4: 65 <laughs> out of 66. It's fine. There, there you go. Perfect.
0: Awesome. Well, Courtney, you know what? Thank you so much for coming. Of on course. It, my pleasure. Uh, spending some time with us. And uh, do you want to plug your Instagram or anything that's coming up?
4: Um, I'm at Courtney Buchanan. Um, but if you don't follow me already, I mean, what are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> Get on it.
0: Get on uh, it.
4: Otherwise continue to uh continue to support the bartending community here in pittsburgh we love all of you thank you so much for everything that you do for us and uh yeah tip your bartender
0: tip your bartender Tip your bartender. That was a good you know uh, philosophy
4: it. to have thank awesome. you courtney appreciate it thanks courtney my pleasure
0: oh, oh man those were the best interviews and i am so happy that we were able to like actually Go to Pittsburgh and experience what that means mm-hmm. because you hear about these things. People can tell us stories. We tell stories all the time, but you don't necessarily live them unless you go there. So
1: Definitely. And it is definitely worth going there. Uh, it w- I, a lot of the people that I've talked to since we've come back have mentioned like, oh, I never really thought about Pittsburgh as a town f- for cocktails or breweries or any type of necessarily like scene like cocktails. But it's definitely happening and it's thriving and it's amazing and the people are worth visiting in and of themselves.
0: It's even it's worth it for the cold too. Like Yeah,
1: oh yeah, fight through it because it just makes it all cozier. Yeah, it's so cozy and like you're kind of all in agreement that it's cold as shit and you're there to enjoy the company we- and the and like the
0: drinks. You just wear onesies and sleeping bags the entire time. Yeah. it's so cozy. I was so hungover, but my onesie made me so yep. happy. Mm-hmm. And then walking in the cold sobered me up. And I went to the Andy Warhol Museum. And you it did was fantastic. You it. Oh yeah. man, I thought I was gonna throw up in there, but I didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's a. Uh, and then if you like sports, they are very much into that, and they are uh, diehards out there. Um, sorry that uh, Oakland kind of. Uh, oh, <laughs> we never mentioned oh, it because it was rough. But
0: snaps! But
1: uh, I apologize about that. It was during our visit that Oakland uh, beat the Steelers. But you know
0: they didn't hold it against us though.
1: No, they uh, yeah they didn't, and thankfully
0: Be- because we're giant dinguses. And, yeah, like we're like, like we don't, we don't even know like what the football means. Yeah.
1: <laughs> shoot the basket, <laughs> football. Get,
0: get that football with the basket. Yeah, so yeah,
1: so, um, yeah, so we, they were very nice we to us.
0: We weren't very threatening in that level. No, no,
1: not at all. Uh, but it was amazing, and thank you all for for sitting down with us and interviewing interviewing with us
0: yeah it was awesome um it's stories that i'm going to be able to hold and tell for the rest of my life and you know that's what it's all about this is what this podcast is about is sharing stories and documenting these things that we go through as bartenders and now as podcasters too so mm-hmm. we're, we're getting stories like all the time and experiences that we like to share and we like to share everyone else's experiences. So if you are listening and you do have something to share and you want us to tell it on the podcast or be on this podcast, mm-hmm. hit us up, go to our website, talktalesthepodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a little spot on there. Fill it out. Put your name, your email, send us a story. We'll share it here on the podcast and maybe have you on, come on down to our amazing podcast studio here in Echo yeah. Park and um, Los Angeles. and We'll get you on here. Oh hell! Bring us out to your town. Yeah, we'll do that again. We
1: we will travel.
0: Yeah, we (laughs) we travel for podcast.
1: Yeah, and uh, and And drinks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What to say? What am I missing? Drinks. That's right. (laughs)
0: Um, So yeah, uh, by all means, like we love we love doing this, and Mm -hmm. we're we're here for you. We're here for your ear holes. We're here for your face. mouths (laughs) Mouths,
1: <laughs> your face, mouths, so your uh, your eye holes. If you're following our uh, Talk Tales, uh, the podcast Instagram,
0: yeah, yeah, we got the Talk Tales TV now too. Mm-hmm. We're doing big about things, editing all those things. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: constantly, it's a whole thing.
0: But. Oh yeah, and then also, as I mentioned in the Christmas episode, that we are having a big Talk Tales the podcast anniversary competition mm-hmm. uh, coming up here, and in- so make sure you follow our Instagram follow our podcast to get all the details on that because I'm telling you it's going to be a hoot nanny
1: yeah it's going to be a bonanza for sure it's going to
0: ooh a bonanza right I like that banana it's going to be a banana (laughs) <laughs>
1: but yeah, we,
0: it's going to be bananas. It's
1: going to be it will be bananas. We're going to
0: eat bananas. Oh, maybe. I bet you
1: they'll uh, be ooh, bananas. maybe it's a secret ingredient. Oh. Who knows. Or maybe
0: there will have somebody with bananas. I don't know. You yeah. don't know. Who knows. It's maybe gonna be some a,
1: maybe a banana gets pulled out of a hat by maybe a magician. magician? Who knows?
0: maybe. Who knows. I don't know.
1: All these shenanigans could happen. There but you could, have to stay tuned.
0: Yep. You stay tuned
1: to Talk Tales the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. If you like our podcast this is a DIY project, so any love and support you could share that love on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash cocktails the podcast, or like us. Just give us a big old like, mm-hmm. subscribe, and uh, maybe a comment there on any of those platforms. We are on many, many, many of them mm-hmm. now on Spotify and yes. um,
1: SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Yep, we're Player doing
0: FM. It. Yeah, so pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, just. Do the subscribe thing because that helps us out. Mm-hmm. And um
1: Yeah, and thank you for listening. I mean, just just giving a listen is is great for us and and I uh, hope you enjoy it.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because we're not gonna stop. It's not gonna stop. This
1: train's not stopping. Nope. Choo choo choo. Woo woo woo. Right on through the choo choo station.
0: <laughs> God damn it, we're good. <laughs> uh and then also do the sober driving thing.
1: Yes. Uh so all of us on cocktails, and all of us that we featured on these uh, this episode are above the legal drinking age and enjoy imbibing on a regular basis, maybe. But we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive and just be responsible and uh, be safe out there.
0: Or going in an Uber and not going into your house after you get out of the Uber. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then yeah. And maybe no, falling yeah, or maybe something. Or
0: maybe fight. You don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You
1: won't know. You won't know. You
0: won't know. But you'll have the scars to prove it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, uh,
0: but I do want to really, really thank Jordan there for being our Candy King King. Yes,
1: our- he was a trooper uh, yeah. and uh, did an amazing job and showed up. and uh, And everyone, everyone in Pittsburgh, thank you so much.
0: You guys are the best. Yes.
1: Thank you all. Pits- we lo- we can't wait to visit on a regular basis and just like actually enjoy ourselves uh, as uh, customers and give you trouble.
0: Yeah. I think each of us <laughs> said at one point, we're going to move to Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Probably.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: All right. Let's go out of this on a we're going to move to Pittsburgh. We're going to move to Pittsburgh. Hey. hey. See you in
1: Pittsburgh.
5: Cocktail.
0: <laughs>